from the book of John, John's Gospel, chapter 16, which has already been read in your hearing. I'm going to lift up verse 33, John's Gospel, chapter 16. I'm lifting up verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Look at someone now and say, neighbor, all because of Jesus. All because of Jesus. The prophetic word offered in this text is one where the Lord speaks to the disciples preemptively saying unto them that which is going to happen. He speaks to them and he shares with them the future that is before them. The future before them is not one that they had wanted. It is one that is being thrust upon them in a way that they did not expect. They thought they would enter into the messianic reign where God would bless them and they would sit along with him into a new kingdom. Instead, God was taking them through a process of salvific blessings where he was getting ready to save the entire world through his own body. And at that time, they were going to be disillusioned, disappointed, discouraged. They were even going to become depressed. And God looks at them, the Lord says to them through his son, he says, look, don't you get depressed about this right now. Don't don't become disillusioned right now. Don't become despondent. Don't enter into a period of despair. I'm going to warn you ahead of time, there's going to be scandal. There's going to be scattering. There's going to be a time when people are going to be sorrowful. He said, but what will happen is they're going to return unto me again, and all is going to be salvation. There'll be scandal. There's going to be some stuff that's going to be happened here so that you're going to see stuff that's going to go awry so it'll get worse before it gets better. But I want to speak into your spirit now that better is on the way. I need to speak into your spirit because what I need you to know is that before you hit the proverbial wall, before stuff goes awry, I need you to know that I knew that this was going to happen so that what you're experiencing now is not different than the expectation that should come with the blessing that you're about to receive. So that if you know what's getting ready to happen, it doesn't hurt you as badly as it does if you think that what you're dealing with is an anomaly. If you know you're supposed to have pain there, then you say, okay, I just have to deal with it for a little while and I'm going to get better. But if you don't know it, then you're frustrated, you're worried. What I've been through didn't help me at all. But what the Lord says prophetically, I want to see into your future and I see what you're getting ready to go through. And before you get to it, I want you to know you're coming out on the other side with your hands up and a praise on your lips. Ha, 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 ha.
I need you to realize it's not going to be easy. Lord, help me right here. See, what he had to speak to them is the future doesn't always come out as brightly as you'd like it to be in the beginning. That there's some things that you're going to go through. And the operative word here is through. It is not that I have to stay there, but I may have to deal with some stuff on my road of life. And if I can handle it, if I can deal with it, if I can take it, everything's going to be all right. So what I need to know is, Lord, what's the deal? What's going on? What are you going to do? And the Lord says to them, he says, you need to realize that everything I've said to you prepares you for this, that in me, all because of Jesus, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but, I love that cosmic conjunction right there, but be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Ah, there's a preach up in my sanctified soul right there. Interestingly enough, he speaks to them because he wants them to know that they can yet have peace even though they're going through. Ah, this is important here. I, I, I have to tell you, have you ever been to a doctor? Maybe you needed to get your leg reset, or maybe you needed to have, I know the hip sisters are both watching who just recently had hip surgery, and I understand there was a, a gathering, a convocation of those who've had recent hip surgeries recently, and so they sat down and commiserated with each other over who was having the most pain. Now, I wasn't in the room, but I could gather from the, from the conversation, it went something like this. Child, you think yours was bad. You should have seen mine. Child, you think you had a rough? You should have seen it the other day when I got up. Brother Ricky, you know what I'm talking about. You should have seen how difficult it was when I stood up. Yeah, I, you think you got it bad, but I, listen. But the one thing they could definitely say together is the doctor told me before the surgery, this is how long it's going to take. Don't rush it. Don't try to act like it's not real. Just because you feel better, don't try to act like you can do anything you want. If you just follow the plan, it may be some pain in there, but you will get better. Y'all about to get some preaching up in here in a moment. Sometimes folk think that they can get bypass pain because they're looking for pleasure. But some things in life you're going to go through, and that includes pain. But if you will allow yourself to handle your sorrow, you'll be able to handle your joy. If you allow yourself to handle the night, you'll be able to rejoice in the morning, if you allow yourself to deal with the weeping, you've got to know that joy. Here it is, here it is, watch this, watch this. Here the text says, he says, I want you to know that it is in me that you may have peace. Watch this, three quick things and I'll be out your way. The first thing you need to know is that you can have ubiquitous peace. Ah. <sighs> 
Now, this is kind of odd for me to use this kind of language because this represents everywhere at the same time, existing everywhere, especially at the same time. Kind of rushes towards the term omnipresence, but you can't be omnipresent. But the, the point of the text is that you don't have to be because that which you're wrapped up in is. <laughs> Come on to church, I'm trying to preach up in here. He didn't say the peace was in you. He said the peace was in him. And you couldn't write any of the Pauline epistles without using the phrase in him. Because see, it's in him we live, we move, and we have our being. And once I recognize that the peace is not in me, but in him, then I'm already set because I know where my blessing comes from. Let me, let, me, let me preach a little more because I see some of y'all looking kind of concerned. I want you to understand something here. You don't have anything by yourself. But in him, you are well covered. And some people now are trying to live their life apart from him. But can I, I want to just walk this just, just a little bit, just, just one moment if I can. Because it is not simply a ubiquitous peace, you are in a unique position. Reverend, what do you mean? That means, watch this, as long as you're in him, we're good. But when you leave him, you're in trouble. And some of y'all have been trying to figure out why you've been getting hit lately. Because as long as you're in him, you're covered. But when you decide to leave him and do you thing, you're uncovered. Okay, y'all didn't get that. I see it. I done messed somebody up. See, as long as you're in him, even your sin is covered. Because it's under the blood. But when you're outside of him, everybody can see your mess. As long as you're in him, when the fiery darts of the wicked come, you don't have to worry because you're shielded from them. But when you're in your flesh, you are now target number one free game. And let me just tell some of y'all this. I know y'all, this is going to upset your heart. It's going to upset your little pee-picking heart right now. I know I just know it. I hate to do this to you. I got to tell you the truth. Here it is. You have been exposed and because of that, you keep getting hit, and you don't even know why you keep getting hit in the same place, the same time, all the time, because that's what's been left out, and it's usually your... I knew somebody would say it for me. I should have known. Okay, okay, 
Okay, okay, preach what? I'm trying to. What, what are you saying, Reverend? If my peace is in him, then my peace is conditional on remaining in him, which means that outside of him, I no longer have my peace. Okay, okay. Let me, let me do it like this. This here is you. And right now, as long as you inside of him, all your stuff covered. You know what? I could drop something brown in this clear water and you couldn't see it. Y'all about to get a lesson here. My water underneath here could be near putrid and nearly undrinkable, but you wouldn't know it. And that which has me could be in the process of filtering it. My water could be salty, but he may be using his salionator on it. In other words, as long as I'm in him, uh, but now let me just decide I'm big, bad, and I'm grown. I promise you, all of a sudden, I can see clearly now. And you're wondering why some stuff that used to be covered is uncovered. You need to check this last thing. I need to get this up. You need to check your position because you may have positioned yourself outside of your covering. And since you're no longer covered, you're now exposed to the fiery darts of the wicked. Okay, I'm going to my seat this morning. God, I feel pretty good. Got a big afternoon this afternoon, Elder. We gonna have, I feel pretty good, so let me just, let me sit myself down. I'm gonna sit myself down. God, I'm going one more thing though. This text messes me up. You know why? Because this text suggests that not only can I have ubiquitous peace and I'm in a unique position, but the text suggests that I have unconquerable power. Reverend, where do you get that at? I'm glad you asked. He says, I have overcome the world. That's good news. I'm getting ready to shout right now. That's good news. Because since he has overcome the world. And if I'm in him, then I have overcome the world through him. Which backs me up to verse 23. He says, and on that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name. Y'all ain't ready to shout yet, I see it. Whatever you ask the Father, in my name. He says, I will give it to you. He said, hitherto have you asked nothing in my name, verse 24, but ye shall receive that is full. Your joy may be made full. He said, now ask now, and I'll make your joy full. 
Well, let me just close this out right here. You've got to realize this, that the power of the resurrection and the power of overcoming that is in Jesus Christ is in every believer so that therefore you now have power that you didn't have before. That's why he said, I'm going away and he will come. The Holy Spirit, the paracletos, is going to come and dwell in you. And if the Holy Ghost is in you, then you have power to walk right and power to talk right and power to live right and power to praise right and power to shout and power to live your life for Christ. I don't know about you, but I've got dunamis power in me. The power of the Holy Ghost. I've got power in my hands and power in my feet and power all over me. Uh, touch somebody real quick. Say, neighbor, do you have the Holy Ghost? If you got the Holy Ghost, you've got power. You've got power. You've got power. Power. and praise him. Go ahead and praise him. Go ahead and praise him.